The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, we were talking in our health series just before the break about the mental health aspect of a, a COVID diagnosis. Our next guest is no stranger to this show. She was fighting hard to get gyms reopened last year. Shara Vajant joins us this afternoon. She is the owner of SVPT Personal Fitness. Hi, Shara. Hi, Jaylen. All right. Uh, so this is an interesting conversation because a lot has changed since the last time that we talked with you, uh, Shara. I mean, it was, uh, you know, we'd fought hard to get gyms reopened uh, last year. Then they were closed again. You you headed down south to do some work down there because you train. You're one of uh, the strength and conditioning coach for uh, UFC fighter Cowboy Cerrone. Is that how you say his last name, Shara? Sorry. Yeah, Cerrone. Um, but ca- yeah, Cerrone for for Cowboy, and you were down there doing some training with him, trying to make some money to keep your business alive. And what happened? Yeah, so of course the opportunity to come and help keep my business alive came, and got a work visa and went down there. And we had a training bubble going on, but um, you know when someone's reckless and came in and wasn't feeling well and didn't tell anybody. I ended up getting COVID and having to stay down there while I had it obviously in a room for 14 days and it was absolutely horrific. All right, tell us about that. I mean, that diagnosis first off was a complete shock to you, wasn't it? Definitely. Like I was doing everything right. Like I have been from the start of this, listening to public health regulations, even in in the states, following all the guidelines and being very careful. And we they laughed at me because the irony of me getting this be when I was the most careful person right and um devastating as well because because I was doing everything right I felt like what did I do wrong and you know there's also a sense of shame you know at first you don't want to tell anyone because now people are going to assume that you're being uh reckless but I wasn't being reckless and um you know I decided to take the opportunity to share what I was going through through this and many people reached out and said that they were grateful that I shared because they too had gotten COVID but didn't want to tell anybody because they felt yeah, ashamed sh- as well. You shared it on your social media accounts documenting um, all of uh, everything that you went through and it seems like you pretty much covered it all. Uh, I mean you were you were you were violently sick for for you know what 10 days 14 days it was a it was a full 14 days i had every symptom except a fever um it was probably the worst experience of my life the pain in my body um you know it was coming out both ends at one time i was sleeping on the floor because that was the only place comfortable um it was horrible like i couldn't keep anything down i lost about 15 17 pounds um because I just couldn't eat, lost taste and smell, and it was it was really, really, really scary to be honest. And and one of the things that that has stuck with me um, from from watching that, those Instagram stories, you documenting what you'd been going through, was your fear about what was going to happen, like your recovery afterwards. Because we know there are some that are you know, calling themselves long haulers now. What would the long term impacts on your physical health? Uh, you know, what would they be? Because um, I mean, this is something that is a huge part in your life. You are a personal yeah. trainer. You 
you own a gym, uh, I know that, um, you know, fitness has been, or fitness, uh, you know, uh, being healthy, physical activity ha- has played a huge role in the two decades that I've known you. Tell me about what was going through your mind at that point. Well, um, obviously, yes. Like you said, I was scared I would have long-term ramifications, the, the long-term, like, long-hauling ramifications mm-hmm. of this, right? And I was terrified. Like, am I ever going to be able to train again? Am I going to feel normal? Is the fatigue going to come? Um, you know, the, after 14 days, I got on the treadmill for 45 minutes, and I cried because it was the hardest thing at 2.6 I ever did. And two weeks prior to that, I was training at high intensity for an hour a day. So, and doing mountain biking and sledding and all these things and just walking on a treadmill was, was horrible. So I was, I'm definitely was concerned so far. I, you know, fully recovered. I feel fantastic. And I truly, I truly, you know, I'm not a doctor scientist and I can't speak to that, but I do believe my healthy lifestyle and my health attribute to me not being a long hauler or not having long-term ramifications. But with that said, again, I'm not a doctor. Um, Uh And I do believe, like everyone says, you know, you were sick. You know, how can you, you know, you got so sick and you're such a healthy lifestyle. Well, apparently your your level of sickness has to do with the viral load. So um, I, you know, that was out of my hands. But with that being said, I'm just now grateful to be fully recovered and able to return to a, a normal life. So in that uh, report uh, that we aired um, just before we talked to you, it talked about, you know, stress, the stress of the diagnosis. You talk about, and it also talked about the shame, which you mentioned as well. I mean, here you are, uh, like so many others, fighting to keep your business alive during all of this as well. What do you tell people who, you know, have been diagnosed or who may be when it comes to handling that stress load and and that, that shame that you talked about, that, you know, when you talk about the mental health side of it, that shame part of, of all of this. Um, you know, it was hard. I talked to a lot of people about it because it was just like, you know, obviously the, my, the, the, the sector that I work in is all about health and here I am unhealthy. And, you know, like I said, it's the shame thing and the stress that comes down from Am I going to recover? Am I going to be able to fight for my business? All that kind of stuff. Um, You know, reaching out and talking to someone was really helpful for me. Um, My psychologist does Zoom sessions. So, you know, (laughs) I reached out. I reached out for help because it's just every scenario goes through your head about what if, what if, what if. And and then also that there was a lot of stress on me. Did I infect anybody else before I knew I had COVID? Like, because there's children, there's children where I'm working and that broke my heart. Like I would, I would stress that it we shouldn't be feeling shame about this especially if you're not being reckless like we need to talk about it and and so that people can come forward and just talk because that was a huge helpful you know thing for me was talking about it and the people checking in on me because they can't you can't get support unless people know right sure so yep so yeah Um before I let you go, and before we run out of time, I wanted to, to get to this. Again, I mean, you fought long and hard last year to get Jim's uh, reopened, facilities <laughs> reopened. Uh, you used that uh, that voice of yours and uh, that tenaciousness to, to to work towards that. And, and here we are, you know, in December, things shut down again, just reopened. Some of them, like your gym, able to reopen one-on-one training sessions, uh, just reopened on on. Monday I know that this is something that you feel um, you know uh, you're obviously passionate about but 
really believe that uh, more needs to be opened up and we need to get things, um, especially on the, on, you know, the fitness side, uh, back to where it was before because of how important it is in mental health. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for, oh, for sure. And, you know, um, I think, I think more so than ever after having COVID, I've realized how, um, essential fitness is and health is not just for physical health but for mental health because my workouts or my activity and my movement every day helps with my mental health so the fact that we get to be open now and we're seeing these smile like I'm in isolation because I got back from the states but my clients or my trainers telling me how happy everyone is to be back in there distance we can do fitness safely there's just we can do it safely and and I feel bad for for a lot of my peers who don't have their gyms open because they're group group based. But I do believe there's a way to do this, and I just wish government officials would would consult with uh, fitness professionals to talk about how this can be done because it's so essential. And I think that if everyone is taking care of their mental and physical health, then um, you know recovery from COVID or you know not getting COVID, like I'm not a doctor, of course, um, but helping your immune system and your stress mm-hmm. because that is so important for this during this time, especially during so much uncertainty every day. Well, absolutely. And I know, you know, my husband works out at the Y and hasn't been able to go back there for the past number of months. And I know a lot of people texting in listeners to the show saying, okay, well, what about, you know, places like the Y and that sort of thing? And it's really, really frustrating for a lot of folks because leading into this, we know it's such a huge part of so many people's lives. And yeah, I know there's other things you can do, but you get into routine, you know what you like, you know what, yeah. what works and what doesn't work. It, and to have it taken away is is uh, is is frustrating. Exactly. And, and I'll, I'll say that I'm spoiled. Like, you know, I've always worked out at gyms and here I'm in isolation working out at home and it sucks. It sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it does. I'm doing it because I know how important it is, but I am, I'm, I want to go back to the, the facility that brings me yeah. joy and, and, and happiness. And, you know, the other thing to comment is that while I'm grateful that I'm open, my type of training is not accessible to everybody. So that means there's a lot of people being left behind in this health and wellness and fitness kind of um, sector. And and that's why I think that we need to really readdress um, how to open up fitness safely. Absolutely. Shara, I always appreciate our our phone conversations. If you want, I can uh, drop off that punching bag that you gave me a couple of years ago (laughs) on your front doorstep that you can can string up in your place if you want. (laughs) Although I don't think I can lift it. (laughs) Thanks, my friend. I'm glad to hear that you're feeling better and uh, you keep fighting the good fight, hey? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'll talk to you again soon. Shara Vijant joining me this afternoon. She is the owner of SVPT Personal Fitness. Her gym allowed to reopen on Monday, like so, like, well, like some others that are one-on-one training, right? One-on-one training. There's a lot of facilities, though, group places not allowed open, places like the Y still not, uh, the Y's not being opened. And I know a lot of you, like my text line when we talk about this, are really, really PO'd about it. Um, And And so we'll see what happens as these case numbers continue to go down. We know about the the phases, right? We're already lower than that second phase, if I remember correctly. So we'll find out more. We'll keep you updated right here on 630 Chad.